Hello, good people, and welcome back to Introvert Rants, the only podcast where you get to listen to a shy person go on and on about any and everything. I'm so excited to be back after a week off. Had to take some time and get the kiddos squared away for starting school and everything. Um, It's been an interesting experience, to say the least, but that's not what we're going to talk about right now. Right now, what we're going to do is congratulate Senator Kamala Harris on being the very first woman of color on a major party presidential ticket. I'm sure I speak for myself and so many other women and people of color when I say I am so, 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 so proud. And since this is Introvert Rants and I'm the introverted host of Introvert Rants, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there if it wasn't already clear that she's got my vote. (laughs) And now on to this episode's agenda. Today I'm going to talk to you about Introvert Rants. Yes, you heard that right. So keep listening. I'll explain it all later. Then I'm going to talk about Michelle Obama and her depression and the black reckoning with mental health that's happening right now. And of course, you know, I have to say something about WAP, W-A-P. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, you've probably been hiding under a soundproof G-rated rock. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. For now, let's get into the observation deck. This episode's observation deck will be what I've decided to call a mini meta podcast, meaning I'm going to use my podcast, Introvert Rants, to explore an aspect of podcasting as an introvert. So here's the thing. Though being an introvert means you run the risk of being forgettable, The other, more positive side of that same coin means you have the freedom to float through life unfettered by the expectations of others. And having lived that way for the majority of my life, I can definitely say that there's a comfort in it. There's definitely a lot to be gained from it. You do what you want, when you want, and nobody questions it. However, the moment you take a step out from the cover and protection of being an introvert, a quiet person, kind of living in the shadows, maybe not the shadows, maybe the shade, you know, just a, you know, a little nice, calm, quiet life, no requirements, no expectations, just chilling, doing what you do, you know? Anyway, the moment you decide to step out from this nice quiet pavilion that you've lived under and into the sun, you place yourself in a position of accountability. And that's what I recently realized I did by creating Introvert Rants. As I talked about in previous episodes, specifically the very first episode, this podcast is something I've been working towards and now on for quite some time. And though I love coming on here and talking to you guys every week, there is a piece of me that gets a little anxious at the thought of being responsible for providing content every week for you guys. 
I truly enjoy getting on this mic and just spilling my guts to you guys. But though it's something I enjoy, it's also it's a big responsibility, at least for me, somebody who's usually not responsible or accountable to anybody that doesn't share my address. And sometimes it can it can be a little heavy, you know, Um, going from, like I said, only being responsible to those people that are immediately around me to being responsible to people who I haven't I've never met, but who keep coming back to hear what I have to say. But even through my brief anxious moments, I'm grateful to have created something that requires that I consistently give of myself. Because there's a sense of fulfillment in it that I've never gotten from anything else that I've ever done in my life. And I've done quite a bit, but there's nothing quite like the experience of doing this podcast because of what it requires from me. It requires that I give a little piece of myself that I normally don't share with anybody, like I said, who doesn't share my address. So I say to you, my fellow introverts, that if you haven't signed up for, and when I say signed up for, I simply mean if you haven't committed to something in your life that requires a piece of you normally only reserved for yourself and those who are extremely close to you, whether it's through volunteering, joining a committee, or becoming a part of a church even. Attach yourself to something that's bigger than you, bigger than your immediate family or immediately close group of friends. Step outside of what you normally do. Not in your whole life, because that's too much to ask of an introvert. I understand. I only have so much to give myself. But like I said, I'd recommend that you try it. I can almost guarantee That there's something, some sense of fulfillment that you don't already have that you can gain from doing that. Because I know that coming on here to talk to you guys once a week, kind of like it. Getting kind of attached to you guys. And that's today's observation deck. Last week, Michelle Obama on her new podcast talked about the fact that she's experiencing low-grade depression due to all the unrest in America right now. Now, the moment she said it, or rather the moment the episode dropped (laughs) and people heard it, uh, the headline spread like wildfire. I mean, everywhere you turned, whether it was to social media, to any television station, to the radio, you heard somebody talking about the fact that Michelle Obama is depressed. Now, I'm certain that a big portion of the reason why this spread the way it did had to do with the fact that Michelle Obama shared something about herself. I mean, it's Michelle Obama, okay? But I also believe that another reason why it spread the way it did was because it offered a sense of universality to the rest of us who may be finding it difficult to sort through our own feelings during this tumultuous time. 
I must say that I really appreciated Michelle Obama's willingness to speak so candidly about something as personal as her mental health. She definitely didn't owe that to any of us. And I thought it was very big of her. It went beyond PSA status to a personalized message of this is what I'm going through. Her willingness to share on such a personal level also got me to thinking about how generic our conversations tend to be in the African-American community regarding mental health. Sure, we'll wear a t-shirt that says therapy is cool or some form of therapy and God are not mutually exclusive. We'll even make general posts on Facebook or other forms of social media. But when it comes to sharing our own personal stories or struggles when it comes to mental illness or mental health, we tend to not really go there. The problem with this lack of transparency is that the problem with this lack of transparency is that those real and raw conversations are really the ones that have an impact. Those are the conversations that let others in our circle know that they're not alone, that their pain matters, and that there really is help available to them when it comes to their mental health. For centuries, we as black people have used the defense mechanisms, and I'm only referring to them as defense mechanisms for the purposes of this episode, but the defense mechanisms, cloaked as artistic expressions of laughter, comedians, music, and dance, and other forms of art to escape our pain. But this wild ride that we call 2020 has worn those defense mechanisms thin. And at this point, Black America's proverbial slip is showing in the area of mental health. We're going through it. You can look on TV, you see celebrities going through it. And I'm sure that if you think about the people that you know, there are quite a few who are having a rough time right now. They're not talking about it, but you're seeing it. So for that reason, I think it's time to come together and begin to share our own truths with each other. It's time for everyday people like you and me to start sharing our experiences, not necessarily on a platform, but with people we know and who we recognize may be struggling right now and who could use information and support and could just use the conversation that you could have with them to make them realize that there's help and that it's not just them. Just remember that silence gives power to pain. So let's start sharing with those around us our own experiences where mental health, the mental illness maybe is concerned in hopes that opening up can help uplift us all during these difficult times. Usually when I come on here for the rant portion of the episode, I started off by telling you whether or not what I'm about to say really qualifies as a rant or not. But I've decided that for today, I will issue a disclaimer that will stand for the remainder of Introvert Rants podcast as long as it shall live. For the purposes of Introvert Rants podcast, the word rant will be considered a subjective term. Because as an introvert who tends not to be very expressive when talking to the general public, the mere expression of my thoughts qualifies as a rant. 
Therefore, everything I say in the rants portion of the Introvert Rants podcast is by definition a rant. Whether it be a mere expression, an epiphany, information I'd like to share, or whatever the case may be. So there you have it. My disclaimer for the rants portion of the Introvert Rants podcast. And now we'll go ahead and get into the rant itself. For today's rant, I've decided to talk about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's new smash hit, WAP. And I will not explain or rather spell out what WAP stands for because this is a clean podcast and the title is so laced with profanity that the entire thing would be bleeped anyway. So I recommend that you go ahead and Google it, find out what it means. If indeed you have been hiding under that rock I alluded to at the beginning of the podcast. So anyway, when I first heard or rather watched the song on YouTube because I didn't hear it on the radio, it'd probably all be silent again from all the bleeps. But again, when I first watched the video on YouTube, I was floored to say the least. I was flustered. I was flabbergasted. And all the other words that mean I clutch my pearls. I was upset when I saw it because my thoughts immediately went to young girls and how the song would potentially contribute to the negativity that we see in our culture in regard to African-American women. And then I went down the rabbit hole of even thinking about my own self as a little girl and all the inappropriate songs I heard and sang as a child. Y'all know them. 12 Play by R. Kelly, Downtown by SWV. You know, all the inappropriate songs that us 30-somethings listened to as 10-year-olds or less and thought were awesome and sang and found out later, maybe in our 20s or early teens, that these songs were completely inappropriate for us to be singing. But while I was in this rabbit hole, it hit me. Those songs did not influence my self-concept or how I moved about in the world or ultimately who I turned out to be as an adult. The people around me did. The people who raised me and the people who I watched go about their lives who had no idea I was even looking. Those are the people who shaped who I was. And for that reason, this podcast is not to say that I think the song WAP is appropriate or inappropriate. It's not to discuss the character or decency of Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion. But rather it's to say that music is merely an expression of the artist for consumers to take in or not to take in as they choose. So I've decided to live and let Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion do the same and teach my daughter through my instruction and my example and the example of those who I choose to be around her and those that I allow her to watch to be a good, upstanding citizen in this world. Introvert out. <laughs>